Just a warning, today we're going to be talking about a sensitive issue regarding gender. If you're watching or listening with your kid, consider viewing this first by yourself before bringing them into the conversation. Today we're going to talk about gender identity. Sex and gender used to be synonymous terms. Today, however, there are distinctions. When the term sex is used, it's referring to the categories of biological sex based on structures of reproduction. Preston Sprinkle, president of the Center for Faith and Sexuality, sums it up this way. A person is biologically either male or female based on four things. Presence or absence of a Y chromosome, internal reproductive, re reproductive organs, external sexual anatomy, endocrine systems that produce secondary sex characteristics. He differentiates between sex and gender, specifically regarding gender identity, in this way. Gender identity describes the psychological aspects associated with being male or female, or one's internal sense of self as male, female, both, or neither. Now don't tune, th tune this out, don't turn this off. Your, your kids are dealing with this on a day-to-day -day basis. These conversations are not going away, and so we need to know how our faith intersects with these cultural moments and conversations so we can know how best to engage the culture around us for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what it all comes down to. Whatever the issue, whatever the challenge, it all comes back to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are called to be his ambassadors. As parents and guardians of kids, we are called not to shelter them from the world, but to prepare them to be in the world. Jesus even prayed that for us, for his followers. He prayed that God wouldn't take them from the world, but while they engaged in the world, that God would protect them from the evil one. We don't protect from the evil one by hiding. We are protected from the evil one as we put on the armor of God and use the weapons of warfare that he has provided, which is the sword of truth and the word of God. When it comes to gender identity, the Bible doesn't say much. This is a newer term, so we must treat it with caution. You've already formed an opinion about this term, I'm sure. Your kids are forming an opinion about this term too, and it may be a different opinion than yours. As we've mentioned in previous episodes of this, is your home a, safely, or a safe place to question and doubt and be curious, even in, re in regard to gender identity? Is your home a safe place for your kids to talk to you about their friend who was born a boy but expresses as a girl? Can they talk to you about that without ending the friendship for them? Or are you going the other direction and saying that that is God-honoring and wonderful and brings Him glory in that expression? This is a complex cultural issue, but it all comes down to individual people. That is where following Jesus intersects with cultural moments is it's all about people. Get to know them, ask questions, and love your neighbor as yourself. I would point you to the Center for Faith and Sexuality as an incredible resource for beginning to understand some of these things and know how to speak into them in a biblical way. When we speak the truth in love, what it means is that sometimes we bite our tongue in order to listen and understand. Sometimes speaking the truth in love is keeping your mouth shut and your ears open so you can hear the heart of someone else, the motivation behind their choices, and get to know them as an individual. That is what Jesus would do. And as you listen and seek to understand, you are opened up to some of their pain and thoughts and struggles. It grows the empathy and compassion within your own heart. Then as you speak about the Word of God and the good God that we serve and, and the kindness and grace and love and forgiveness of Jesus from the heart of empathy and compassion and on that bridge of relationship, the truth is better heard and received. The Holy Spirit is the one who transforms hearts to conform to God's Word and will, not you. So leave transformation up to Him and be faithful and obedient to love your neighbor well, remembering that it is God's kindness that leads us to repentance, not shame or condemnation or big general statements that wound others instead of love them. Seek to listen. 
Seek to understand. Seek to learn. And seek to love as you have been loved by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Ben, for that message. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Fridays Are for Families. We place a high value on discipleship, especially in the home, because we believe that strong disciples are made at home. That is why we have a heart to do what we can to empower and equip you to grow as a disciple of Jesus yourself and a disciple maker of your kid. If you have specific questions for information you would like to hear about, we invite you to share them with us, either commenting on this video or on YouTube or Facebook, or by emailing us at family at lifeofpathway.com. See you next week.